Hey there, friends. How do you feel about sales? Um, did you just cringe or think to yourself that you suck at it? Let me ask you this. What's your sales strategy in your business? Are you thinking, yeah, Allison, I don't have a strategy. Or do you feel super slimy when you go in for the pitch? What if I told you, you can get more sales with a proven unconventional way. When Jonathan told me his unconventional way to more sales, my mouth dropped open and the wheels were turning in my head. Ed Milet, I'm coming for you. You'll have to keep listening to hear what I'm talking about. Today, I'm honored to introduce you to Jonathan Grzybowski, the co-founder of Penji. This is such a cool company. They are a graphic design service that simplifies the creative process. They offer unlimited and on-demand access to dependable embedded designers that will deliver a project in under 48 hours. And you get all of this with a monthly flat fee. I don't know about you, but I've never heard of an all-in-one graphic design membership service. Now grab your pen and paper because Jonathan and I are jumping into strategies that work and don't work, how to build your authority and community, and just wait until you hear his number one unconventional sales strategy. It's unbelievable. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into Instagram, personal branding, marketing hacks, and content creation strategies, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now podcaster and coach. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee or wine, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. And I am really, really excited today for this interview with my friend, Jonathan. We are gonna talk about sales, sales strategies, but not what you think. It's not gonna be what you think. It's going to be unconventional sales strategies. Before we dive into all of that, I would love for Jonathan to say hello and tell us what he does. Hi, Jonathan. Hello, uh, I am the janitor, the marketer, the salesperson. Uh, no, I, I'm the, 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 the CMO of a really cool organization called Penji. As a, a business is, when you started from the ground up, uh, you, you, I was all of those things at one point in time. And luckily I got to a point where I'm able to have an amazing team that's able to do a lot of the really cool stuff. Uh, but Penji is an on-demand graphic design subscription where if you think about it as like a gym membership, essentially we've taken the world of graphic design. One of the hardest things to do is to hire a graphic designer and we turned it into a monthly subscription. So you don't have to find a graphic designer online. You don't have to interview them. You don't have to question whether or not they could do a job. They simply, you simply sign up for the service. You uh, tell us exactly what it is that you want, and then you'll receive it back to you in under 48 hours. Wow, that is really remarkable. And I honestly have never heard of anything like that. So you're talking about this is a like a flat rate monthly fee depending on the size of your business correct yeah so 
The people that we work best with are people who are constantly in need of content. So uh, people who are posting on social media, people who are doing sales tactics and strategies to obtain new clients, people who are trying to brand themselves, whether that's through the, uh, the aspects of just like general marketing um, or whatever it is, advertisements. We work with those types of people that are constantly in need of content. So our services range around $499 a month. You can sign up for one month and never talk to us again, although we might cry, or you can sign up for an entire year and that works the same as well. So we've really kind of turned the way that you think about graphic design on its head to a, to a certain degree. So if the people that are listening out there, um, I'd like to throw like a very brief challenge, right? I think there's a lot of great DIY type of websites where you can go on to a particular website and you can sign up for the service and you can create everything that you ever wanted to create. That's great, right? And I'd say it works for a very large majority of, of the population. Um, but there are some people out there who would pay to have more time in their day uh, to do other things, right? Whether mm -hmm. that's creating a logo, whether that's creating a, a content calendar filled with social media posts or blog images of things of that nature, uh, those are the people that value their time just slightly a little bit better. Um, not that necessarily it's okay if you don't have the budget for it. I hope and pray one day that you think about it and you know you can uh, use a service like ours. But the people who who can afford it, we're we're saving them countless hours of just you know mind mindfulness where you just don't have to think about that because it's automatically going to be delivered to your inbox every pretty much every single day. Uh, so those are a roundabout answer of what Penji is and how it helps people. And how did you come up with this concept? Well, honestly, a lot of the people that are listening right now, uh, I'd probably say that you, you probably have this issue where you've talked to a freelancer or you've hired a digital marketing agency. Maybe you even hired a friend. Maybe that person was a little unreliable. Maybe their pricing was all over the place. Uh, maybe you just went on like a, a freelance website and you were just like, Hey, I want to, I want to do this and I want to create this and you come up with it and it's great and it's beautiful and it's awesome. But then there's other elements where it's just missing. Right. Mm -hmm. So Penji in particular was created off of a need that we had. Uh, we were a digital marketing agency working with like clients, multiple clients. And we had so much work that we needed to find graphic designers and we couldn't find reliable graphic designers. And it was ridiculously hard. We had one graphic designer that was really good and the rest of them were kind of just, I would say, mediocre. So we asked other people, our friends, and our, our, at the time, our closest colleagues, they, uh, if, what is the biggest problem that you have in business? And for the majority of them, they all said something along the lines of, well, I'm spending a lot of my time doing the marketing for my business, but not enough time on like sales and things like that. So that's when it kind of like the light bulb hit and we're just like, well, we can serve that. We can service these people. And then after we interviewed close to like 150 people, 200 people, uh, we looked at the data. The data told us that this is a viable uh, you know, thing to go after. And then we just said, you got to do it. So that's, uh, that's, that's that. I love that. And you said something kind of key and I hear this often in the entrepreneurship world and maybe you'll agree or disagree 
But a lot of times being an entrepreneur, you're always trying to figure out what can you do? What can you put out there in the world to help people? And you said something really key is you did the market research interviewing and asking people before you even created it. And do you yeah. feel like that is something that people really need to do? I know we're kind of getting off topic a little bit, but I it's think that's that, really key. Like you have to figure out what your audience wants first and then you create it. And do you feel that people start backwards? Yeah. Well, so I think it's still relevant, right? So when you are creating a business, you start off with passion, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, you know, I'm just looking at your background. Like I want to help every mom on the planet create the best possible trip to Disney World, right? And you're like, well, I'm thinking about it because I love Disney. And, you know, my favorite movie is Wally, which it is, by the way. Um, <laughs> and that's Pixar, not Disney. I get it. Okay, don't don't shame me. But anyway, you think to yourself, I want to create all of the, this this service for moms or for parents that want to go to Disney World. But then you in, you talk to people and you start this business and you do all the things that you need to do. And then you find out that there's absolutely no service. There's no industry. There's no people that actually want it. And people care more about just going online and doing it themselves. Well, you just wasted an F ton of money and an F ton of time and your business is doomed to fail. So what I would always tell a, a person is whether they're doing uh, multi-level marketing, whether they're starting their own business, whether they're uh, creating a blog, for the most part, if you have the problem that you're experiencing, there's a large chance that there's going to be at least a thousand people that are going to have that exact same issue. So what I would probably do is find the necessary communities or create the community yourself in order to find those particular audiences. So I'll kind of use, if, if you don't mind, I'll just expand very briefly about one of the, the possible things, uh, an unconventional way for you to uh, obtain sales is if you have absolutely no community, well, create one. You created this amazing community of, of people, primarily mompreneurs or potentially uh, individuals that want to start their own business. And what better way to get market research and understand all of these people than to create a podcast about it? And then now you're getting the perspective of hundreds of people that you're interviewing, but you're also receiving the feedback of people that are listening to your show. So now you're going to be listening to your audience and you're going to be creating content specifically for these people in which that shows you as the market industry leader. So will you go back to the original example, right? I want to uh, start a business related to um, creating the perfect vacation for, uh, for Disney World. Well, I'd probably start a YouTube channel of some kind or a TikTok or an Instagram channel that highlights all the secrets to... Um, um, my mom actually really, uh, before she passed, she, she was like obsessed with, with Disney world. So it kind of is a place near and dear to my heart. Uh, but there's a, uh, there's like secrets and places to go that you can kind of like hide to like fill up your water 
or there's uh, places that you can do to kind of just like relax or you know, whatever it may be. Find these these secrets that like nobody else knows about but you. Put them out into the universe and the internet and see see what happens. I mean, that's just like one way for you to like, capture a very small community. And then once you build that community, you can start to monetize off of it. You can ask them for their email address. You can uh, revert them to your blog. Uh, you can start maybe uh, working with uh, brands that are influencer marketing and you can actually like get paid to make a cheesy post about a backpack because people use backpacks to go to Disney World. I mean, <laughs> there's there's a lot of things that you could do and that, that's just like a start. If you don't have a community, build one. Yeah, I, I love that. It's so true. And even if you're in the middle of your business and you're thinking about transitioning to a new offer, because I'm actually in the midst of, I have this kind of grand idea that I would love to do for my audience. I'm not going to create it yet because what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into my emails. I'm going to get into my Facebook group and my Instagram stories, and I'm going to pull my audience and I'm going to pull them several times and just you know, verbalize it differently. And I'm going to see the feedback and just decide if I even want to do this. And I might even start a waiting list without it even being created. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, you know, it's it's amazing that you have the demand, but I can assure you, I don't know how long you've been, been doing this, this game for, but I can assure you, this probably wasn't an overnight thing. (laughs) It probably (laughs) took you uh, many, many months of hardship, pain, crying, stress, anxiety, uh, (laughs) alcohol (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of my whiskey Wednesdays I'll throw that in there (laughs) hey that's that sounds great to me I might be able to join you (laughs) well today is wait what's today it It is is, Wednesday all right that's right I'm getting real close to that whiskey Wednesday time (laughs) I don't have any with me right now but I've cracked one open with you (laughs) now I do have a question for you when you first started with Penji did you have any sales strategies that worked and didn't work all of them didn't work, but we still found a way to, to make it work. Um, what we did in particular, and again, this doesn't apply for every business that's listening right now. It, uh, I, I encourage the people that are listening right now to listen to what I'm saying and adapt it to your own style, um, but do not take this for exactly the way that, it's, uh, that I'm explaining it to be. So for the most part, uh, what, we, what we did was we uh, focused within our locality. So we went around to our, we, we live in Philadelphia. So I, we wanted to be the most popular business inside the Philadelphia region, the, the most popular startup. We got into publications. We found ways to get into publications. We started to advertise. Uh, we started to go to networking events and just kind of like sprinkle our name out into the universe of the Philadelphia region, right? Then we started to obtain sales just by our local community. Uh, the first 25 customers that we received were uh, probably within a five mile radius of, of you know, who, where we live. Uh, then those 25 people, we pulled each one of them and we asked them questions and said, hey, can you introduce us to other people? We ended up getting more uh, from that in particular. And then we kind of established like a base, right? So now we have like a little bit of revenue and we started creating some marketing, uh, some very clever marketing tactics and strategies. And then we kind of used advertising um, and content creation as the next kind of batch 
of, uh, of ideas, so to, so to speak. We did a lot of content writing, so like blogging. Uh, we did a lot of like social media marketing. And then we started to rank high for these like keywords, so to speak. And then from there, that's when we started to really gravitate an audience. Our traffic to date on our website is higher than I'd say than a large majority of, of the blogs or the popular companies that you see today. And that's strictly because that we rank for keywords that are very specific to our industry. Um, and that's a whole nother conversation. So I, the people that are listening, I recommend uh, doing your due diligence and researching on SEO. Um, it's a very lucrative thing, especially for bloggers uh, in order for you to uh, obtain domain authority. And then from there, so we got the sales, then we used advertising uh, from a local level. Then we started writing content uh, in order to help our audience, whatever it may be. Again, using the example of the, uh, the Disney World thing, uh, the, the definitive guide to um, saving money on traveling to Disney World, right? And it's like, not just like 500 words, it's like mm -hmm. 2,000 words, it's like mm -hmm. 5,000 words, right? And then, uh, and the reason why it needs to be that much is because it's like, like you want people to go take their notepad and you want them to like have a notepad and your website up at the same time, jotting down the notes, right? Did you have a question or did you want me to keep going? No, keep going. Okay, <laughs> so, um, so now this 5,000 word thing, is built into the universe you have it on your website or you have it on social media whatever it is if you can't afford a website that's fine use it on your social media platform then you have like what's what i call an album right the album is like all of the hits i mean you can even do this before you can do it either way right you could do it you could flip flop it if you really wanted to if you if you really want to go for the gusto you know that this is like the thing that's going to drive revenue then what i'd probably do is create that album and then have like other singles inside of that. Or you could do it the other way around where you start to sprinkle a little bit and you do like singles that ultimately add up into your album. So each one of those singles can be its own video. It could be its own little series, whatever it may be. Um, but I'd probably attach other forms of content around that one thing. And then now you have like a YouTube channel of some kind where people are starting to like pay attention to you as like the expert. You are the person to be all things saving money at, um, at Disney World, for example. And then you're just going to rinse and repeat. You know, you're just going to continue doing that. I, I'd probably suggest to people that maybe you create like a Patreon page uh, where people can sign up and partake in a monthly subscription if you don't have the technology to do so. Um, you can also uh, find ways to, to collect money using like a email when when you get their email address that's probably the most like golden thing that you could possibly achieve from from an audience get their email market to them go up to your local small business go up to a, a, a smaller brand hey i have moms that range between the ages of 35 to 55 they're they listen to my show they love x y and z and i want to give them you know, uh, I want you to have access to my audience for a cost of X. There is, and, and if I'm a, a business owner, that's why I'm on this show, right? Like, I don't just like jump on things because I'm bored. I, I want to <laughs> like, I, I truly believe that 
the people that are on this show uh, are the people that could potentially be potential customers. So like, as much as I am a nice person, I like to think that my ex-girlfriends probably would say otherwise, but I would say that like, for the most part, I love helping people, but I, I would be lying if I said that I, I did this for fun. I, I want to get our name out there and I want people to know who Penji is. So those, that's just like the, the thought that, that I think most people should have when they're trying to start their business or when they're trying to obtain sales. I want to go back to something that you said that kind of popped out in my head is you mentioned, you know, you have your community and you're building authority or you're building credibility. In your opinion, do you think as a business owner, at some point you need to have your own, I guess I would say, platform, the way you deliver your content and not depend solely on social media? I think it's a, I think, I think yes and no. Um, I mean, I see why you would ask that question. I do understand why I understand the, the question being asked at the end of the day, I would say yes. And then because it's, it's important to have like emails, like right now, if you were to, and this is why I think you're, you're really smart in creating a podcast. If you, if all the social media platforms were to go down, you still have the podcast, you still have an email group hopefully within your Facebook group and community, you're able to obtain their emails as well. Mm -hmm. Um, That way, if God forbid, Facebook were to be obliterated, you'd be able to say, hey, we can't listen to on Facebook anymore, but you can still listen to it on Spotify. Okay, well, Spotify goes down. All right, well, you'll be able to listen to it on Stitcher or whatever else it is. So there's going to be somewhere that you can uh, obtain viewership and authority in. That leads me to another, another question is, like wait that was the that was the yes why you should have your own platform the no is in the beginning i don't think it really matters you're trying to figure out what works so i'd say probably the first like one to two years you're still just trying to figure out who the hell you are as a human being and what 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 sticks and hopefully by that time frame you'll be able to understand like you know what what works because you have the analytics to to help you I'm really glad you said that because I agree with you on your answer and I did it backwards. So when I started my whole being an entrepreneur, gosh, five years ago, I built a website. Yeah. But it's funny because you don't need it in the beginning because I don't have a community. Yeah. Who's going to, who's going to, I mean, I can be as SEO as I want, but they don't know who I am. (laughs) Yeah. So I would, I would fight, I would, I would challenge that very briefly. I actually think that you probably did do it right. Because if you have the vision of like, Hey, I want to build this into a website one day. um, Then I'd say buy the domain name now. Right. Mm. And then just like upload it into the universe because Google loves websites that are old. Even if you don't have much content on the website as a whole the fact that your domain name exists is already a benefit so then you could just do content over time it doesn't mean you have to go like well once a week three times a week five times a week you don't have to do that if it's once a month or once once every like 14 days you'll be fine but the fact that you're just creating things and is related to the the idea i think i'm going to assume that's actually why you're successful because you did it that way. Um, you had a vision from the very beginning 
and then it turned into other things, aka podcast, Facebook group, etc. But now you have that domain authority within your website that gives you a little bit more leverage. Yeah. And I also have multiple domains that point to the same thing because nice. you never know if you change, you know, my website's Boss Lady in Sweatpants and yeah. the uh, podcast is Social Media for Mompreneurs. But as I build and grow my brand, eventually I'm going to want to switch to my name. So I bought the domain Yeah, for my name eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the dream. It, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, it definitely depends. But uh, there's, there's really no right or wrong answer to, to stuff like that. I mean, I kind of like Boss Lady in sweatpants personally. If, if I could just give you, you know like, what, I get compliments me. on it all the time, and a lot of moms are like, "Why didn't I think of that?" So I'm like, "Yeah, it's gonna stay because it resonates with my audience." Yeah, you know, yeah, and, it, it definitely does for sure, and yeah. and. You know, at the end of the day, what I've realized, and, and this isn't a shot at, at you or anything like that, but at the end of the day, I don't think people care about the name of the person. They care about the information because there's so much content that is out there. Like if I were to become like a social media influencer, nobody will be able to say my last name. Um, people would not be able to spell it right. So like, what's the what's the point right so at the end of the day it's like oh yeah you're the guy that does graphic design or you're the person that loves disney like they'll they'll come to that more so in my opinion than they would they would remember the topic more than they would remember the name that's just that's just my personal opinion i think you're dead on there because most people know my obsession and love for loki and mm. loki is actually used in my branding and mm -hmm. how I teach Instagram and people know that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of cool that you said that because that just proves. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you like about Loki? Well, so I teach Instagram where don't be like Loki. So Loki, you can love him in the movies. He's very mischievous mm -hmm. and he uh, mimics what other people are doing. He transforms, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it doesn't work. Yeah. So I say, don't be like him on Instagram. Don't try to transform your brand into somebody else. Don't mimic sure. someone else's strategy. Yeah, yourself. and that's that's a really good point too. Uh, I think there's like social media influencers, like uh, I'm not even gonna say their names. They're very popular entrepreneurs and they're very loud. I'm sure there's a lot of people that pop into your head. I particularly don't like that type of stuff. Um, I think the less information that you could absorb, the... Um, the better. I've actually deleted all, I didn't delete all my social media, but I, I stopped, I unfollowed pretty much every single person. I follow 50 people. And I told them, I gave myself 50 people because I don't want to be influenced by other things. I don't want to be inspired by other people. I don't want to be inspired by social media influencers or content creators, because I'm going to go through my newsfeed and I'm going to see something. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's really smart. That's really creative. I've, I've stopped caring. I don't even follow people from like my girlfriend's friends like I don't care like I, I if I if I meet you uh, I'll, I'll talk to you I'll befriend you um, but I'm not going to follow you on social media I'm sorry and and so with that level of discipline I think it's allowed me to focus on the things that make me important that that makes me uh, profitable uh, that makes the business profitable and I can focus better on the things that matter versus just scrolling through my my newsfeed like today in particular i wake up around seven o'clock 
I go to the gym, I eat breakfast, I go to work, I work from 10 o'clock to about six, I then have to go home, then I have, uh, you know, another life, I have a, a, a dog that's coming, a, a house, uh, a girlfriend, and so it's just like, how am I going to fit time to do, I mean, you're a, a parent, how am I going to fit time to go on social media? And if I were to spend a half of hour and a half hour or an hour on social media, scrolling through my newsfeed, what can I do to optimize my time? And I'll bet you a million dollars that you could probably make money within that hour versus that of consuming some other bullcrap content. Yep. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. And I always say to my audience, stop consuming and start creating. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. Yeah. Get on with intention. That's my biggest rule. Why are you on it? Get out of the scroll, get on with intention, make connections, yeah. <laughs> have conversations, like just stop. <laughs> yeah. And, and I do want to, um, I, I don't, I don't know how many more questions that you have, but I do want to at least uh, state a, a very high ticket item way to obtain a sale. There's like, we talked primarily throughout this conversation of, well, maybe primarily me blabbing and you just, you know, listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for the most part, that we talked about low end tickets, like low end sales, like that's like the, like the grapes that fall off the, the vine, but now we want like a whole vineyard, right? Mm -hmm. um, so a high ticket item that I always, uh, a high ticket person or a meeting or whatever it may be, what I, what I use is I use a service called Loom, L-O-O-M. Mm -hmm. um, it's free for, I think 25. I'm not, I'm not associated with the company. I just think it's really good that uh, service because of two things. Number one, it allows you to record your screen. It also allows you to record your face. I think people do business with people who they can relate to. And so sometimes I, if I wanna book a meeting with somebody who's like out of my league, so to speak, I record myself. I uh, tell them why, what my intentions are. Excuse me, I send them the link. And then as soon as they open it, I get alerted. And I send them a follow-up email. Hey, I saw that you saw my video. Uh, what do you, what do you think? Do you have 10 minutes of, of your day to, to talk to me? And I'm really good at getting into places that I don't belong. I swear by that tactic and strategy. So do you think that is probably your biggest unconventional way? I would say that is the most profitable one. Yeah. Okay. So, because yeah. as you talked about Loom, I'm very familiar with Loom. I've used it before, but I've always provided like quick trainings for clients. Yeah. But when I you said, yeah, but you just said that you would send an email with the link to the Zoom and that's how you were getting to, you know, people that you would probably never be able to interact with, with just a, a, a generic email. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's making me think how to pitch that I would want somebody on my show or to be on someone else's show. Yeah, that's the easy part. Huh. So uh, I'll create one for, for you. That's amazing. I'll create one for you. Okay, uh, I'll go stay first. Okay, so uh, hey, Allison, uh, just saw that you celebrated your uh, birthday. Um, happy birthday. Um, I saw that you decided to do a, uh, a course about brand acceleration. Um, I hope it's going really well. By the way, my name is Jonathan. Uh, I created a video for you, or uh, I don't know. The, this is as if I'm, the, I'm, I'm doing the video. So I would state the thing that I saw on your social media. 
uh, I would be very specific with the, the benefit that it brought me. Um, in this case, I just kind of briefly looked at your social media to kind of get a, uh, an idea of what I wanted to say. Um, and then I would, I would lean into my pitch. Hey, I want to book a 15 minute appointment with you because I think that you, I can help you do X, Y, and Z. I specialize in blah, 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 blah. Please uh, reach out to me at any time, send me an email, call me, text me, let's do business together. And if you do that a hundred times, I can almost guarantee you, you'll book at least, at the least 10 appointments. I would say if you're that good, it'd probably be more. Wow. Now I'll be honest with you. I never would have thought of using Loom as quote unquote, a sales strategy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be different, right? Like, especially with COVID, um, what I would do sometimes uh, to get like really good appointments is like, I'll give you one example. There's this one guy that, that is like a really big baseball fan. Right. So I knew that his favorite, cause I stalked. So you have to be a creep. Basically I'm just mm-hmm. a glorified creep. So it's <laughs> fine. So you go on their social media, find out that they really love, you know, uh, wine. Right. Uh, you find out their favorite ba- basketball team is the Philadelphia Sixers, which is, that's my favorite team. So then you, you, you buy them a $5, like, you know, flag, right. You ship it to them and you say, Hey, did you get the, the flag that I sent you? Right. You can incorporate that into your video if you really wanted to. But I've, I did like, I've done various things. I've sent like very dedicated specific like items for people, uh, then followed up with a, a, a video, um, COVID a little bit harder cause you have to get their personal uh, mm. address so that's difficult but uh, when it was in the office it was a little bit easier so yeah now I just kind of use tactics and strategies for customized emails and I just send like a video attached to it but it's always something specific it's always like you know it's always like hey you celebrated a birthday or hey you know you have a cool tattoo on your left arm like <laughs> I don't know like there's there's always something that that you have to like find out and whatever that is you just you harp on that that thing I think that is just amazing and honestly I can't wait to use this strategy because there's actually somebody that I am dying to have on my show one day he's way up here (laughs) can I ask who Ed Milet okay I would love to have him on my show and now I'm like I the the gears are turning like how can I have like a really cool way to approach him and have it very personal? I already know he's a huge whiskey drinker. Yeah. I mean, well, not like drinker, drinker, but I, I know his favorite whiskey. Okay. Like I know the flavor, I know the brand, like how cool would that to incorporate that into my videos? Yeah, <laughs> it would be cool. I mean, so here's the other thing too, right? You also, you also have to, you have to be really creative with your emails too. Like you have to think of it as like clickbait. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much that subject line has yeah, to be really like creative. His social media right now. I would make sure that the subject line is like super, super detailed. Like, hey, whiskey on Wednesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or like it has to be, yeah, clickbait. Whatever you think clickbait would be, like you have to think outside the box. Like I, I was, the email I sent was was like your next appointment or your um you know, Kansas City Royals. Uh, oh, one was uh, your Chipotle order. 
was one of them. Interesting. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of others that I've used in the past, but I mean, you're hopefully the wheels are turning a little bit where you get an idea of what I'm trying mm-hmm. to, what I'm trying to say. And now that I've been called out on the show and have been challenged, now my yeah. audience will be waiting for the interview down the road. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be waiting for the interview for more than one reason. Uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan, this has been such an awesome conversation. And I definitely want our audience to connect with you. Where can they find you? Where can they find more information on Penji and your graphic design services? Because I think it's just outstanding. Yeah, um, it's penji.co, P-E-N-J-I.co. If you feel as if that I brought value to your life uh, today, which I hope I did, uh, we'd love for you to, to either head over to our website and become a customer, um, or if you could just share it with a friend. Uh, we, our goal is to be one of the most resourceful and simple ways to receive graphic design. And we have hundreds of graphic designers that are readily available to, to help. And it's just a fun, unique way to receive graphic design. And we can't do that unless we have people that understand who we are and what we do. It's a very new way of thinking about graphic design. Um, but it's something that, like I was talking to my girlfriend about this yesterday. Um, this is my life's work. And this is something that I... You know, I'm very passionate about. So I hope that you guys can, you know, understand that as well and, and spread the message to uh, whoever you may know. Awesome. Well, I will make sure that the link is in the show notes and I really hope people will check you out, share your information and thank you so much for being on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey friends, quick reminder, there is still time to join the waitlist for the Insta Accelerator Academy. If you are looking for the one place to get all the Instagram updates, the how-tos, the trainings, how to grow your account, how to get followers, how to do reels, and you also wanna grow your brand and business at the same time, then the Insta Accelerator Academy is exactly what you need. So what is this? This is a membership community, and this is for those mompreneurs who are ready to clarify and build a brand on Instagram with simplicity and control. You know I'm all about simplicity and control so you can attract and work with your dream clients. So let me break this down. This is what you're gonna find inside the membership. You're gonna get a ton of branding and Instagram bundles created by yours truly so you can learn at your own pace, take action and grow. There will be monthly live masterclasses including relevant Instagram news, updates and strategies. There'll be guest expert trainings and masterclasses, monthly live coaching calls so you can ask me all your questions. There will be a private Facebook community full of mompreneurs like you that you can connect with and support. I'll also have challenges, caption templates, story templates, stock photos, and reel templates to help you boost your account and get the visibility you desire. If this is something that you need, get on my wait list because I will be launching it very soon and go grab that link in the show notes.